Welcome to episode 48 of Teach Me Tiger. Almost 50. I know, we're getting old. Wow. Disclaimer. The upcoming episode of Teach Me Tiger deals with mature subject matter, graphic sexual descriptions, and a lot of swear words. So if you're my dad, hi dad, you figured out how to play podcasts. Congrats. But can you just skip this week? And if this disclaimer makes you even more pumped to listen to the upcoming sex episode, listen on, friend. Welcome to Teach Me Tiger, the show where we bring in our experty pals and they teach us about new stuff or sometimes enlighten us on old stuff like the oldest stuff known to humankind. Sex. 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 Wow. I just got a big boner. My boner is so big. I've got big boner energy. <laughs> BBE. Can you feel it? <laughs> <laughs> Who needs sound effects when you've got us? Fire the so, computer. Uh, what? Fire the computer. Yeah, computer. You're, you're fired. fired. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about squirting. Psh, psh. Yoni massage. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Lasting longer in the sack. Oh my god. Sex toys? <laughs> and more. Pew, 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 pew. With Miss Jones. Mm-hmm. She's from Ottawa. She's a holistic sexual health educator. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Uh, and body worker. And she's super cool. She's so cool. She's really great and knows everything. You guys really have something to look forward to here. You just got to get through our mindless dribble-drabble, and yep. we'll, we'll bring you right to Miss Jones. We'll bring you right to the climax, which is Miss Jones. This is kind of your, like, auditory foreplay. Yeah, we're making out with you right now. Yeah. Let's start using it. Oh. <laughs> I, I was going to say we should start using our sexy voices. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Mel. Hey, Sarah. Hi. Hi. How was your week? Do you have any week peaks? Uh, you know I do. I know you do because mine's <laughs> the same one. <laughs> so this week, Melody Starkweather and I, Sarah Wright, left the town of Perth. Left our children? Our left husbands? our children, our husbands, and Bonnie and Clyded all the way to the big city of Ottawa. The, uh, that's Canada's capital city for all you Americans. Yeah, it's the capital, not Tirana, so fucking deal with it, okay? Yeah. And we went there, and my little sister, Allie Wright-O-Manic, Alexandra. Yes, also known as Jasmine Trails on stage. Is Jasmine Trails. 
on stage. Oh, I'm sorry. You were saying that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got me, though. It was good. <laughs> uh, and she had her c- CD release at the Saw Gallery. Yes. And we went and we saw it at the Saw Gallery. And then they sawed so us good. in half. They sawed us in half. And now we're now there's twice as many of us. <laughs> That's math. <laughs> <laughs> math jick. <laughs> and then after... What did we do? Afterwards, we went to the seediest bar we know, which is the Chateau Lafayette, Ottawa's oldest bar. Is it? Yep. And it was amazing. And a really sexy bartender bought Melody a beer. He didn't buy it. He just didn't make me pay for it. Well, that means bought it. That's what it counts. That's what that means. If they, like, give you a drink, it counts as they bought you a drink. Wow. Yeah. That hot bartender bought you a drink. And then I bought him to do as many chin-ups as he can for $5. That's true. And it was worth every penny. I honestly think that Sarah basically bought me a drink because Sarah gave this guy a tip for doing chin-ups. And then he was like, yeah, don't worry about it with the drink. I don't think so. You're right. He wanted to B-O-N-E me. He did. He wanted on. Wow. And then we danced the night away? We did. We danced and danced and danced. And we made our own little dance floor because the real dance floor is full of yucks. And here's the kicker for me. Mm -hmm. Kicker might be the wrong word. Like a leg, a high leg lift. (laughs) Here's the high kick for me. Mm -hmm. A bunch of people tried to dance in our circle because they were like feeling it, feeling our energy. And our circle of two and sometimes three. So that was really fun. Yeah, we danced them away. We didn't let them in our circle. Yeah, we big, We were like, no, no, we no. made big dance arms, and yeah. then they FRO'd and eventually. In case you don't remember, she's all arms, and I'm all legs. Between the two of us? We're just flailing, flanigans. <laughs> it was super fun. It was really fun. And, and, okay, first of all, I'm pretty sure it's my first time out dancing literally in like fucking um eight years which is a crime against humanity because melody is the coolest dancer ever <laughs> thank She's you my, you're my favorite dance buddy in can, the history of time can i tell you my other week peak yes i mean i tell you about it in our personal life all the time but um so i've talked on the podcast over the last year and a half or whatever mm-hmm. frequently about how i want to go to therapy mm-hmm. and i'm doing online therapy so I that's know. really cool and that's oh. fun so I mean, do that not- online therapy thing it's worth it they're not sponsoring us but I think I, I think it's through maybe BetterHelp.org. I don't remember. Maybe but they should be sponsoring us. They should be sponsoring us. But um, I love it. I get to text with her, and then we have a weekly half hour session. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's my point? Oh, she thought it was a crime that I hadn't been da- dancing in that long. She was like, "Wow, really? That long?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it has been that long." And do you know what's changed? What? I don't fucking, like, give a shit. Yes. That's why it was so fun. Yeah. Dancing as a parent is very different than dancing as, like, a teenager or a young 20s gal. You're just, like, dancing to get your groove on. You don't give a fuck. Just dancing for the sake of dancing. The crazier the better. And the music wasn't even great. It was terrible. And we were so into it. Yeah. Fuck everybody else. We had the best time ever. Fuck you. Fuck all (laughs) y'all. Except, like. In a safe sex way. Yes. With a rubber. <laughs> <laughs> or a lambskinner. A lambskinner. Is that what it's made out of? Well. Don't they make them out of like lambskin or some shit? The early ones? 
like the first condoms? Sure, I'm pretty sure you can still get them. A you can get anything on the internet. <laughs> yeah, ugh, it's just like a full lambskin. Just wear it on your body, and no one will fuck you, and then it's safe. They'll rub themselves all over you and stick to you like balloons <laughs> on your chest. <laughs> weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is getting weird. Let's get weird. You ready to get weird? Always. Cool. Well, enjoy the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome. We have Miss Jones in Sarah's parents' house with us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Miss Jones, and I'm a holistic sexual wellness coach, well, educator, and mm-hmm. I do body work, which we'll get into later of what that is. So I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. So I do more coaching and mentoring and hands-on work mm-hmm. that I've received some training in. It's more of a holistic approach. So the mind, body, and spirit, or I don't push people in their, like whatever their beliefs are is their beliefs, but mm-hmm. I come from that way in regards to educating people on happiness and pleasure, uh, because a lot of what I'm teaching or a lot of what I coach people with is stuff that I've experienced. Why did I end up doing this? Well, sort of through personal experience and my own therapy and whatnot. I love psychotherapy, but until I experienced like hands-on body work, it kind of completed the, the pie for me in regards to how do I heal, especially from trauma Mm-hmm. And how do I heal from everything? And I never instruct or do things that are not in my wheelhouse or my expertise. Mm-hmm. But right. I just create safe spaces for people to talk and share about sexuality as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I do as my job. And on occasion, I pro-dom, which I haven't done in a while. And what is that? What is pro-doming. that mean? Pro-doming. Dominatrix. Yeah. So, so does that mean you wear like leather and chains and whip? People? Well, this is a good thing. What I could pro dom someone in this. I call it like glamorizing pro dom because some people do uh, seek services from dominatrix in attire or in leather. Sometimes I play dress up, mm-hmm. but sometimes I don't. But I can easily dominate someone in what I'm wearing today because it's not always about what you look like. Mm-hmm. It's your character or how you come off or how it's you... Big dick it's your big dick energy. Sure. A big dick energy. Interesting. It's and our what, new favorite word. Is that because I'm using the word domination? Um, what do you mean by the big dick big energy? Big dick energy. Okay, what do you mean by big dick energy? Good question. Big dick energy is like that quiet or sometimes not so quiet <laughs> confidence that some people have. Like someone with big dick energy commands like the attention of people around them, but not necessarily by saying or doing anything. They just like ooze the confidence. This, this confidence that draws people to so them. So why dick? Why not like open wide vagina energy? It could be. Yeah. It's just big dick energy is kind of just the term. And actually that we started talking about it because of some people we know with big dicks <clears throat> that, um, <laughs> that, you know, it's like, I'm always telling people, if a guy's walking around telling people about his fucking big dick, you guaranteed he's not a big, big dick, dick guy. <laughs> like, you don't oh, need... So, the, okay. so that big dick energy is that confidence of not peacocking around and being like, right. I'm amazing, and look at me. And you're like, oh, you, you shouldn't have to talk about it so much, you know? Right. It's like, and so oh. it's like every guy I've ever met 
with a really nice big dick doesn't talk about their dick. It's like a beautiful surprise. (laughs) And every guy I know that talks about their fucking big ass dick all the time, it's not a good surprise when they pull out their not big dick. So they they walk around with confidence knowing that they've got their big dick. They got a big dick. Although that's a whole other thing. Of course, it, it stretches like to other aspects of life. I consider myself having big dick energy. I don't have a dick, but I have the biggest dick energy. Yeah. It's interesting. Like gender (laughs) is an interesting thing. And as an educator, I'm like, I'm very inclusive to begin with in Mm -hmm. regards to who I work with. But also as an educator, I've had to explore gender more. And also times are changing. Mm -hmm. Like pronouns or like a lot of times I'll get, well, what's the difference between a man and a woman when it comes to say erogenous zones? Well, besides your like chest and your genitals, a lot of people have similar erogenous zones. Yeah, like an ears and ears and ears. But it's funny because I I often feel like I have like a balance. Sometimes I feel like I have more like masculine energy than feminine energy. Mm -hmm. But I I guess maybe that's what you're talking about. It might be. We haven't like really, really explored it. It's just that vibe. You know, when you meet someone and you're like, like you've got big dick energy. It's just the facts. It's interesting. I love this. I don't think I've heard of this big dick energy. But yeah, if I want to reclaim and get more into my masculine side, maybe I'll just use my big dick energy. Okay. We like to loop things up a little bit before we get going. So playing that game. Miss Jones, Mm -hmm. would you like to reach into my box? Oh, I like going in boxes. Roll up your sleeves, pull up your socks, reach on into Melody's box. Icebreakers. (laughs) Get in there, get in there. We're going to play Icebreakers. Icebreakers. Do you want to read the questions? Have you ever completed anything on your bucket list? Mm. Are we talking about like a bucket list or like a sex bucket list? Any of the lists. I love the sex bucket list. Let's go with sex bucket list. Yes. Okay. Sex bucket list. Oh my God. I'm making a sex bucket list right now in my head. Right. Right. I still have so many things to do. (laughs) What are we doing here, guys? Let's go. First of all, what can we do sexually with a bucket? (laughs) Oh, God. Many things. I can get really graphic with this. Yeah. Yeah. Go in a bucket and throw it on someone who likes to play. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. You can just pour them, go in the shower and pour them. Yes. Pour it all over them. Bucket pee. You can like make it sacred, bucket pee. Oh. Your goddess fluids. Could you squirt in a bucket and do the same thing? You could. How much like volume could you get? It depends. Okay. It really depends on the position or how much or, oh, I love squirting. I could talk about that forever. Does everybody squirt? Can everybody squirt? Or is that a myth? Most people, I I was not able to squirt at one point until I got really in tune with my body. And the, the, there's a mental blockage usually from my research and from me mentally of, oh, my God, I got to pee. Mm-hmm. And that's not good to pee on people. Mm-mm. But when you, if, if I've peed on people and it's like, if they. If they want that, if then they want fine. That. So once people get over that block, because it's all connected. The jury's still out of, is it pee or not pee? Right. So that's the the big thing. What I wanted to do was pee in a little, like, get someone to catch my pee and then go to my GP and be like, 
can you just like put those things in yeah. like, to, to test it, to see what it is, yeah. to actually see? Because I'll pee before like I have sex and I'm not on a full bladder and then it sort of happens. And then there's like, does the pee come out of the urethra or does it come out of the vagina? But there's so many like fluids happening in there. So yeah. as soon as you're putting pressure and you're all wet and you release whatever's in you, chances are... Some of it's <sighs> going to be pee. Right. So sometimes I'm a gush and sometimes I'm like, psh, oh. like straight. So I wait a gush like just like, yes, I think I've squirted way more than I thought Thought. I did. Right. Hmm. So squirting, that's an interesting one. I think if people get off the mental block as if this is pee. And then my other thing is, who the fuck cares if it pee? It feels good. Just do it. Yeah. Also, pee's sterile. That's what I heard. Yeah. And so depending where you are, like in your cycle or your hormones or whatever, Mm -hmm. even it can smell even different or your pH, like everything can smell sort of different. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing too, because they're like, well, it's clear and it's this and it doesn't have a scent. Well, I don't know, because I've always check out and smell my sheets after I do it, because I'm just like, I'm like a sexual scientist. Like, yeah, I need yeah. to know these things. So anyways, my GP left town because I, I wanted to bring it in and just have him test it or send it off to, like, the lab, but it didn't work. And I don't know if any doctor would do that. It's kind of frustrating. A midwife. You need a midwife. A midwife oh, will yeah. do it for you. Maybe. Oh, my God. It's Jose. Jose. Are you listening? Oh. If you're out there listening, Jose. Jose. We're going to send you some vaginal urine. fluid. Vaginal fluid. And you're yeah. going to tell us what it is. Yeah, because it sucks coming from a holistic approach because there's things I can't have access to in regards to medical research or to things like that because I don't have an orgasmic piece of paper with a a degree of some sort. Yeah, right. But, oh my God, we like totally went over the bucket list. Well, okay, so... Okay, so the bucket list was, I think, to explore more submission. Okay. Where I've worn and chose like to wear a collar I'm kind of a switch, so I switch around in the bedroom, but I'm mostly a giver. Mm-hmm. So that was something that I tackled on my bucket list, and I want to go deeper into that. Cool. I'm trying to think of other things. Mel, do you have anything that you've tackled on your sexual bucket list? No. Oh. <laughs> Actually, oh. well, I mean, like, fucking in a foreign country. Yeah, that's, that's good. Strangers and shit. Yeah. I mean, many, many dicks. Yeah, like I've had threesomes, so like male, female. I still on my bucket list is two males. Yeah. And maybe I like, before I came up with the bucket list, I was doing stuff that was like, oh, I always want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that sort of happened. So that's your homework, folks. Start your bucket list, your sex bucket Mm -hmm. list. Mm -hmm. Or like, even if it's stuff that you probably will never do, just to write out the fantasy and what Mm -hmm. that is. Yeah. And then as you put things down and you just let it flow, you might have some shame can come up or like it doesn't mean you have to follow through on it but just Mm -hmm. to note fantasies you have and also just uh getting stuff down on paper and out of your head is always it is constructive says my therapist right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also people that don't like to write we have phones that have these awesome recording apps so Mm -hmm. you don't have to write it down but you can voice record it Mm -hmm. but then if you don't like listening to your voice on the voice recording then you can keep listening until you're comfortable listening to it (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. probably a good exercise to do when you're trying to learn how to be more comfortable with like dirty talk in the bedroom yes is like record yourself saying some shit and then just fucking listen to it until you don't think it's weird to say anymore 
Yeah. That yeah, that too and just to practice or say it without even recording right. it will get you more comfortable with it. Yeah, like if it's words that you I mean if you're out in a public space and you're just having a conversation with someone, you're not going to be using words that you never use because you're uncomfortable with the language because you've never said those words out loud. Like if you're just saying like onomatopoeia or whatever in, in a conversation. So if you're talking in the bedroom and you're, you know, you never say cunt or you never just say shit like that and you mm. want to say that in the bedroom, like if you never say that ever, of course you're not going to be comfortable saying it when you're at you sometimes most vulnerable, right? Mm. So mm. I guess like find those words and make them your own. Yeah. Cunt, 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 cunty, cunt, 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 cunt. That's my favorite word. It, yours is a cunt? Yeah. yeah. I've embraced the word slut and being called a slut in the bedroom. I love it. Yeah. Being called a bitch in the bedroom. I'm still trying to embrace the word bitch. Because anytime anyone's called me a bitch, it was not in a cool or mm-hmm. way. Can I yeah. real quick just say a thing? Which yeah. is that a bitch is a dog and dogs bark. And bark is on trees and trees are in nature and nature is beautiful. That's oh, thank I you. Just had to and trees are there. sluts. Trees are right? so trees are sluts. slutty. Sluttiest. They love being hugged. Icebreakers. So I want to talk a bit about different types of body work. And yes. you mentioned yoni massage. Yoni is the Sanskrit word for vagina. What's actually involved? Like, are you putting your hand in there? Yes. So do you use tools? <laughs> a hammer? Yeah. So that if I'm doing, <laughs> depending, <laughs> like usually I'll do like, I call it like a body scan or body mapping when clients get on my table mm-hmm. or sometimes I do it on floors and it all depends. Sometimes they're on their back. They're not, there, there will be more for me when I do yoni massage, there will be eventually more of a focus on the pelvis area. But usually when I do it, I start with light touching and depends on people's comfort zones and where they're mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. I provide like, okay, safety and calm. I want them to be relaxed before we sort of go deeper into it. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, I use fingers, I use insertions, but there's always the external massage that I will do first. And you just like map the vagina and the lips. I will go inside depending how comfortable the client Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. but that's all involved. So that would be like massage of the the G-spot, including the anus, depending where people are at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's so, just drawing. And you can, you, sorry, so you can use like toys or things like that. But I find like before you start sticking things in there, just getting in touch with the feel of your hands and your hands, like you can use little f- fingers. Mm-hmm. So I usually mostly use my hands. And it doesn't necessarily mean that someone will climax from that. That I think when it comes to like sex, in particular, or our sexuality, we got to start changing our mindset to like not being goal oriented, because that sort of takes away the whole, like the oh, playfulness, the playfulness it. or experiencing the pleasure, like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we're making out, you're really building me up. Okay, now I want to come, right? So when I'm doing a yoni massage, people might be very relaxed, they might get very horny. And they'll be like, oh, my God, I want an orgasm, I want an orgasm. And then I've just like sort of bring them back and mm-hmm. it's like, just feel those mini orgasms on your lips, on this, on that. Right. And then it can be very healing. It could not be like, I've had yoni massage, healing body work, and, you know, I've cried. I've had Thai massage mm-hmm. and it was a release. So there's different forms of body work, you know? Yeah. You can go to a massage therapist where they do Swedish deep tissue. And then mm-hmm. there's Thai, which is another one of my favorite, which can also make erotic, but mm-hmm. that's another release and purge for me. 
So it's like yoga for lazy people. They sort of move your body in positions. <laughs> Love it. And it's it's very releasing. <laughs> so the practitioner that gave me, I think it was, was it my first time massage? I just cried and I purged. And so now they call it somatic touch therapy. So that's a form of body work with more of a sexual component to it. So you can go to a Thai massage and like massage therapists, no one, unless you go to a pelvic specialist, mm -hmm. they can show you strokes on your genitals, but part of their ethics is not to pass that uh, line. Line. Right. I mean, I believe sexological body work or somatic sex education should be covered, but it's not. So there's different forms. There's Reiki, which is another mm -hmm. form of body work. Yeah. Which there's no like contact. So I do, I'm just all hands in contact using my energy to move stuff or unblock things or some people like numb themselves. A lot mm -hmm. of people when it comes right. in, including males, you know, the vagina and the penis are numb. There's like no sensation. What else about body work? So, and with the yoni massage, like what are the benefits of that? It sounds like it can be arousing, but it, like, do people use it sort of for healing like sexual trauma or uh, trauma from childbirth. Yes. Like that's one aspect of healing. Mm -hmm. You can get into the healing yoni massage. Mm -hmm. Like when I had it, it was more for a healing aspect of my trauma. Mm -hmm. And you can have trauma like emotional, psychological or physical mm -hmm. or sexual. I've been in situations where you could say that there is sexual trauma, but there's also trauma just from being repressed sexually mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. so much on a physical aspect, but on a, a psychological and emotional aspect. So my mother experienced some severe physical and sexual trauma and kids pick up on things, right? Mm -hmm. So when I was younger, I grew up with a lot of shame that basically wasn't mine. Mm -hmm. That sort of transferred and it was to get in touch with my body, but the healing and being able to work through the shame of like, say, not liking my body or just like, you know, people are surprised when I say this, but like I did not have intercourse or sex until I was like in my early 20s. Oh, wow. I get that. Yeah. yeah, I think I was 21. Really? I'm sure we've had this conversation I think so, so many times. I'm trying. I was. Like, well, yeah, I was like, was I pregnant then? I was maybe pregnant <laughs> with that guy I just met, Greg, <laughs> my current partner. <laughs> by yeah. 21. So, like, I was just very repressed and, you know, whatever, however the shame, like, transferred onto me. And then I was in situations. And so... You can use it for healing and it just feels good, right? Yeah. So when I do body work and I say erotic massage, it's for healing or pleasure, which is a thing, which is when how I discovered somatic sex education and sexological body work. I bought this book and it's a institute in Vancouver and it was about erotic massage for pleasure and healing. And I'm reading it and I'm like, oh, oh, it's a thing? <laughs> I do this already? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Like I'll provide erotic massage for pleasure and then I'll provide it for sort of a healing where people go in and sort of, you know, sometimes you just have shame about your body. There was mm -hmm. no sexual trauma or physical trauma. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we have shame about our body because of the way society is and what we see in the media. So then we look in the mirror and we're like, ew, right? So yes, there it definitely could be for healing and it feels good. And it's a great thing to get into too, like where if you have, say, multiple partners there's other things you can do beside having intercourse or sh shoving anything up your <laughs> up your holes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? Like it's a great way to practice safer sex. I like the idea of it being a safe like you had mentioned it being a safe space especially for women who for whatever reason god there's uh, countless reasons but who who aren't aware of all the different 
sensations, physical and emotional that come with exploring your vagina and your body. And you, especially if you don't love that, you don't love that about yourself. You don't want your partner down there. You're like, Oh, I don't know. I don't feel good about my vagina. I don't want them. Or, or, or some women are like, I don't know how I'm going to act. Like, what if I'm having an intense first G spot orgasm and they're like, this is fucking crazy. And they don't want to maybe experiment that with their partner yet. And they can go in a safe space with a safe person and, explore that and then be able to go to their partner with the confidence of like yeah like so until i started getting comfortable or releasing some of the shame my sex life or my erotic life sucked Mm -hmm. and you know we tend to blame it on the people we're with but it's like hmm when i started taking ownership of my body and my pleasure i was able to ask for what i needed right Mm -hmm. so it wasn't just like you go down there. I have so much shame. My vagina's like not open. It's not talking to you. It's just mm-hmm. like on shutdown. But you like what you're doing, so I'll let you do it. And it's the same thing for men. Some people have a lot of shame about their penis because it's not like the average size or everything's yeah. supposed to be there. So there's trauma. So then their penis is unhappy and they're it just shuts down because yeah. they're not, you know, there's no self-love or there's no embracing of our genitals. Hmm. I embrace all of your genitals listeners out there so also when we talked on the phone earlier you had mentioned penis massage yeah ling, ling, so we talked ling, about yeah. yoni massage what are the benefits of penis massage same kind of thing just feeling like it could be there could like be is some... that just jacking off no okay just check through walk us through just check just checking so when it comes to lingan massage, you would just like same thing i would like get them comfortable get them feeling safe and then get them feeling safe enough. And then it's the same thing with the vagina. And I would massage like it includes everything from like the whole undercarriage, the whole undercarriage. You don't have to incorporate anal, but also uh lingam massage is good. Cause you, you could do the edging lift mm-hmm. up, lift down, which helps with penis control, I guess you could say, or mm-hmm. a, a, some- uh, can you please explain edging to our, audience it's a term i've heard people use yes. a lot lately well basically you're, you're teasing you're teasing you're building up and you're about you feel that orgasm coming on but then you release and you you don't go the full start to finish mm-hmm. okay. sort of like oh i'm gonna go halfway i'm gonna go but i'm gonna oh i'm gonna come back, Step back oh, i'm gonna come back and then eventually you can make it happen or <laughs> you could say that's it that's all you can that's either- it for today that's it for today. And then you can bring your energy back down. I've done, I guess you could say ling- lingam massage and edging when it comes to some, they find they come too fast. Mm-hmm. So then if I do different breathing techniques of how they can do breath control and pumping and Kegels and then release it, it will make them last longer. If yeah. you, if you will, instead of it's, you know, it's like you go up the mountain and a lot of times people just go all the way over. Yeah. Right. Well, there's different things you can do to control and bring yourself back down. Right. And that's the same thing for yoni massage, where it's not like the goal of yoni massage necessarily, or any massage is not necessarily to have your orgasm. Mm-hmm. You want to have like orgasms all over, hand orgasm, calf orgasm, knee gasm, you know, a whole bunch of different. What did we hear the other day? So, flurgasm. Flurgasm. Which is just when you see a beautiful flower. And it makes you want to orgasm. But it's a happy feel orgasm, right? Right. Like, to me, 
Like, I love my feet massaged. Mm. Like, that is just so orgasmic. And I can pump and have the connection with my, like, sexual energy and vagina, but it feels so good, and it's to, like, embrace that. So I, w- I would say penis owners that have shame about their penis to massage that and get them in love with their penis Mm -hmm. where they're focused on size where it'd be like i i need you to come back into your body and feel my hands and not like it doesn't matter the length of it i just want you to feel and embrace the pleasure Mm -hmm. that you get Mm -hmm. the sensation the sensation because you know people have shame about the size or the length of their penis just like sometimes i i still have a complex about my vulva and my inner like lips being long like yeah. i'm an Audi, so it's like you know my lips are gonna be what down to my knees when i'm like <laughs> seven years old but i've had to you know and that's sometimes something i still have shame about like the way my vagina looks but right so the lingam yeah it's it's kind of like when people ask me well what's the difference between sensual massage and erotic massage well they're kind of like connected but i kind of explain it this way I used to work in a private member's hostess lounge or massage parlor. So a lot of times when you go into these places, you go, they call it erotic massage, but it's more like they work you head to toe or however, they might just focus on the genitals. They build you up, they tease you, they build you up, and then they basically give you your happy ending. Mm -hmm. For me, erotic massage is like targeting the erogenous zones, building you up, building you down, which kind of has a tantric feel to it. Breathing working with the breathing and building up and building down. Mm -hmm. That's how I explain erotic massage, but I'm still using sensual and sexual energy in what I'm doing. So it's the same thing when you work. So yes, it does help with premature ejaculation. It can help last longer. And it's the same for women, right? To build it up and to build it down. When I speak about like orgasmic living, people are like, well, what do you mean? They often think, you know, I'm not just talking, like I just don't help people sexually or guide them through. I, I talk about happiness, about pleasure. Mm-hmm. So orgasmic living, you have an orgasm, fuck, that feels good. But happiness, it's all about, fuck, that feels good, that makes me happy. So mm-hmm. I sort of apply that to everything in my life. So right? when you say your coffee's orgasmic, orgasmic, it tastes really good. It's it so feels good. really good to drink it or right. I really enjoy it. It's pleasurable. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by sort of orgasmic living is finding but I can drink that coffee, engage my muscles and pump my sexual energy and make it even like orgasmically even more sexual yeah. just by drinking that. So are you talking about like doing kegels? Yeah, Do Kegels well coffee. So you could Co- say just like, coffee and Kegels, gals. Coffee and Kegels. You know, I always use this example. You're at the bank and you're pissed off at everybody and you're waiting a while and you're fucking complaining in your head, not really out loud. And it's like, okay, well, why don't we just like focus on our genitals and pump that up a bit, and then we won't be so pissed off about the person at the counter taking. Five, ten, twenty minutes to do something, right? right? Like instead of it's where we put our energy Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. we focus things. Like, so it's like sometimes people are like, "Well, I'll mentor people in just happiness." Like I was like, I I was such a pessimist before until I met my holistic sexual wellness coach and started dealing life coach and started dealing with happiness and how I view things. Well, if I don't think I deserve happiness, am I going to really deserve an orgasm? Am Mm -hmm. I going to deserve pleasure in that aspect? 
Yeah. So right. some, sometimes you got to like start at the top and dig down deeper. And so that's what I mean by like orgasmic living. I like your tip about when you're feeling pissed off to just like do some keys, pump, pump, pump your vag. Pump it. it pump pump it. Jam. Yeah. Pump and it sometimes up. I'll say flex it because some people don't like. Yeah. It's a muscle. I'm right? doing it right now. It's a muscle. Me too. Can you tell? And you can, my eyebrows are moving. <laughs> well, it's a lovely muscle that's found every here. And yes, penis owners have it too. And it's found right under this area. We could take some screenshots later maybe for yeah. them. Yeah. And so it extends from your pubic bone. Well, just below it. I can't, you can't really see it, but you guys can Google pelvic floor muscles on your phone now. So that's a whole muscle. And just like any other muscle in your body, you got it. I mean, I think eventually as you age, your body just kind of like, you know, slows down and gets loose. But mm-hmm, in the meantime, mm-hmm. we don't think of that as a muscle and we don't think of exercising that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to do our arms. I can see my arms. I can see how the muscle pumps, but I can't really see what's going on in there. Right, right. Yeah. So it does help strengthening the muscles with incontinence. With incontinence and... Um, and bowel. It helps with both. You can be a vagina owner, penis owner. Everybody has that muscle unless something's happened. Yeah. <laughs> and you pump it. And even like it extends to the asshole so that you want to keep that strong. But this is, I'm into chakras and zones and energy. So not mm-hmm. everybody is, but pumping that muscle. So your first chakra is your grounding chakra. And then if you go up one, it's your sexual energy. But when you pump that, you'll start to feel in most cases aroused. Right. Because it's around, it's all encompassing. Yeah, like that's the most fun type of right. workout. So it's not <laughs> yeah. just, sure. yeah. it's, it's not just for those particular reasons, but it's also can help strengthen that muscle and pump your sexual energy. Mm-hmm. I know nowadays, like in our society where we don't do a lot of, well, we were talking about it yesterday, we don't do a lot of squatting, we don't do a lot of whatever women are dealing with uterine prolapse at a much higher rate than they ought to be. And yes. I know Kegels as well, use, using those muscles can help. Yes. So there's uh, that. Hold off something like a uterine yeah. prolapse, which just sounds like a goddamn nightmare. Well, it's yeah. like it's it's like a... It's like a hammock, right? Yes, a muscle? kind of a hammock, like a muscle. And then it keeps it in and keeps it strong. And uh, you're pumping the energy too. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've done it to a point where I can sort of isolate parts of my, where I could do like, I can, fl- it's before when I used to do Kegels, it was like vagina in, anus in. But now yeah. I can sort of like target more the front where yep. I can like pulsate it more frontwards and then I can grab them together, scoop it all up yeah, and then release. Or I can like sort of target Sometimes I will actually show people this because you could see if someone looks at my vagina, you can sort of see where I'm pulling and where mm-hmm. I'm not pulling. As you're describing this, We're I don't know about you, I but I am trying to do what you're saying. And I'm sure most people listening yeah. are too. Yeah, I'm doing I'm, it. And it makes me think of, you know, when you like practice winking with both eyes, like one. Yes, yes, one, yes. It's like that. Do a little back yeah. winky, a little front winky. Yes. Whoop. Yeah. Yep. Like automatically there'll be, there'll be a pull there to the back, but I can feel it depending on which, how I engage the muscles and flex them. It can do it on. Yeah. And chances are like eventually you'll get aroused and that's okay. And I give you permission to be horny. Just keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Everything needs to be consensual guys. 
Well, yeah, and when I together. teach sometimes, people do get aroused just by what I'm teaching. If I'm teaching erotic massage, and most of times when I'm teaching erotic massage, I'm nude because it's the easiest way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I give you all, you might get aroused by this. I give you all permission to be horny. Just stay on your seats and don't be touching people. And yeah. it's not a hands-on workshop, so you have to keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to sit there because a lot of times we'll have this sexual energy and it's like we need to touch something or fuck something or touch somebody. Yeah. And it's like it's okay to sit there and embrace it and do your own business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? That's a good point, actually. Like this idea of there's a buildup of sexual energy and people are – yeah, we uh, people have it in their head that then you have to release it. In this, like, real physical manifestation, like, you have to right. yeah, do something with it. And we it, have but to you do can, it with somebody. With somebody, yeah, or something. But you can use that, either just uh, sit through it, like you said, and let it go through your body and just have this energy that's lovely, lights you up. Or mm-hmm. you can, you know, dance, or you can make yeah, you art, can, like, or you can, you know, it. you can blast that energy in. To cook, cook something, cook something amazing or whatever. You can just send it out to the universe. <sighs> You're welcome. But then there's blue balls, right? Don't no, get that no? is not. It doesn't happen. Men, it doesn't hurt. If <laughs> okay, so this is, is that just like something oh, they well, told like, us? You can get like so much buildup that you you want the release. So. Mm. No, but I thought men actually felt physical pain if they got worked I, up enough and then didn't actually ejaculate. Release it? Yeah. yeah. So, and I've heard that too. I've heard that and I don't think it's real. I think that it's unpleasant until you get over it. Like, of course, if you get all worked up and you don't get to release it, it's it's a heavy thing yeah, to sit people, through. But it's not like... Some penis owners oh, like, to use, so that much, as, yeah, like to use it like, as an excuse. You. Yeah, yeah. To be like, oh, but I have to come. I have blue balls. Okay, we'll go fucking masturbate, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't want to touch your blue balls. Yeah, I mean, you can get like restriction or the buildup in your testicles where it's like frustrating to release it, but that's another topic. But it reabsorbs back into your body if you don't release it. Like, it's not like a thing that if you don't get rid of it, something's going to happen. But you're not going to die. It's not like die. your placenta where Basically, you got to you know, get You're that not going to die out. if you don't have an orgasm, period. Yeah. You're not going to die if something, right? Yeah. Like, right. Get over it, every man who's ever said that from Sarah. <laughs> screw you and your stupid blue balls so there now i feel like googling and finding that article no oh, well, googling huh? on the pod well maybe you'll love me so much i'll come back and we can just do like a few segments on blue balls yeah So can I jump into some listener questions? Because we have one that's particularly pertinent to some of the stuff you're saying. Yeah. This is from a gentleman. And he says, how can I last much longer? Asking for a friend, of course. (laughs) Wink. He's not. He's asking for himself. Well, that's with getting sort of like in touch with your core and your energy and breath work. Like a lot of the body work I do has to do with movement, breath, sound. Mm Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we get like fixated on our genitals and what we're feeling and like, oh my God, oh my God. So my things to him would be to start looking into your penis, read up on Kegels, the mm-hmm. energy, breath work. Like it, it's kind of like hard to explain this way, but those are things you might want to look into. So if you're breathing and you're heavy breathing and you're heavy breathing, 
and you're at that point where you're going to climax, whatever vigorous thing you're doing, stop, release, take a deep breath, and it'll calm you down. Mm -hmm. And like that can take some like programming and steps. There could be many reasons why this particular person is not lasting long. So it's hard for me to make an assessment (laughs) unless I do an intake and get them on my table to see if it's a mindset thing. Mm -hmm. But those are good general tips on how to explore like control of the body, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like exploring your own body, like we were saying, there's this fixation on orgasm. And if the only time you're really having a lot of contact on your genitals is during intercourse or like a a sexual thing, that's the end product is supposed to be to orgasm, then your genitals are just so like primed for like whoa it's happening i'm i'm getting touched again this is great yeah but if you do like edging and stuff on yourself then you're like taking the toy out of the box a little more often and it's not only coming out to play to orgasm like you're getting more used to we're like that every day right we have we go out we have things to do i've accomplished this this is the you know Mm -hmm. we're not actually moving and being in the moment the good, mm-hmm. the bad, the ugly, experiencing our steps throughout the day. We're like, I'm going to the store. I need to get this. And you go in, you have a mission, and you get it. Mm-hmm. Right? And a lot of people, oh, I feel good. I accomplished it. Without actually enjoying the process of what you've just done. Mm-hmm. So I kind of incorporate that into my play. Or just in general have, like, you know, we're not really present. Right. In a lot of things we do. Mm-hmm. We're just like on automatic pilot, as they say. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that bringing like more awareness of your body and awareness of how you experience things into your everyday life, how that would then translate into your sexual energy, right? And it's all one energy. It's not like there's this well, I mean, part of my life and then this, this part happen, of my life and they're not right? connected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's creative totally. energy. It's like, you know, it's life force energy. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say, how did you do like, you know. I do my fucking homework. I'm given these tools and then I practice these tools mm-hmm. from the stuff I've learned from my coach and my own research and my own thing. But I had to practice and make conscious decisions. Mm-hmm. Can I uh, move on to the next question? Yes. Okay. Do you have any tips for reluctant tops who have crippling body image issues that don't involve numbing amounts of booze or drugs to get through it? This is an orgasmic question. Yes. <laughs> so... Body image. So basically, when we're substituting, and this is like a lot of people, like, I'm going to go out tonight, I'm going to go to Swingers Club, I'm going to have a few drinks to loosen up. Mm-hmm. Body work is a great thing for this because we're targeting and we're getting into our body. Yeah. So the body image, it's kind of, I see this at this point, I don't know this person, but that would be some solo exploration into yes. getting in. So there's blockages in a sense of whether it be mindset I mean, our mind and body is connected. So there's tons of stuff you could do to help with that. And then I would have to ask the person, are you comfortable masturbating? That's a huge question I ask people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, are you comfortable touching yourself? Or is it your conscientious of being with a partner? So if someone doesn't really like what they look like physically, nothing's going to feel good mm-hmm. unless they take yeah. something to sort of like relax and sort of not think of that. Because that's, that's a big... I wish I knew these people. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if like just spending more time nude would be helpful. Yeah. 
you know, oh, it is. Thing we had like a, dirty talk. We like, had a guest on who's actually a photographer, but she she was saying, you know, I used to hate my double chin, and now I started this thing where I go on Instagram like at least once a week or more, and I take these double chin like selfies. Yes. And now I fucking love my double chin, and I think there's people out there who want my double chin. Like, th- <laughs> you want this shit? It's amazing. Are you kidding this. me? That's one that? exercise you could do is walk around naked and see like how you feel and to get out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like people. Like them. That's the kind of work I do. I'm like, we're just going to sit here naked and I'm going to walk you through the step. Okay. What's going on in your mind? What, what are you uncomfortable about? Mm-hmm. And like reframing. I recently had a conversation about like reframing parts of your body, right? So, okay. I've had four kids. So I have a soft, squishy belly, just like everybody else. And, uh, you know, I don't love that. I'm like, ugh, it's my like soft, squishy scarred up belly with the inside out belly button situation what's even going on there so awful and someone was like no it's powerful your soft belly is powerful you had four kids come out i see that soft belly and i think wow what a powerful area like i think that's sexy and powerful and that you were reframing your mindset around it yeah it totally i was like oh yeah i can think of it okay (laughs) cool instead of like ew oh my god i'm like yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it, do. <laughs> well, it, it would be important just to like check in, like where where the struggle is. Like, why engaging? Is it coming from a place where you're not happy with your body, or is there some sexual sexuality shame happening? It might not have anything to do with your body. It might have to do with just enjoying pleasure. Mm-hmm. You got to sort of pinpoint where that's at. They asked for tips. Yeah, she said any tips that don't involve booze and drugs. I mean, my 20s, I only had sex drunk. Well, that's another thing, too. So maybe throwing on some, like, sexy lingerie or whatever. You can even get, like, stockings that have holes where you can easily access those parts. But try that. Instead of, like, drinking something or taking drugs, put something on that's super sexy that you feel comfortable in Mm -hmm. and kind of go that way. So there's, like, Mm -hmm. it's like a barrier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not full exposure. Yeah. That might be something. And then you do that more and more. But I mean, it's important to work through that. Well, what I wanted to offer as an orgasmic treat was if the question people want to contact me, I'd be happy to give them a 20 minute consult in yeah. more depth if nice. they're open to that. So that's we'll so them- generous and that lovely is. and wonderful. See Damn my- it, Miss Jones. That's orgasmic. It is orgasmic. Usually, like I speak with my genitals, so when I'm my, when I'm Me calm too, I'm and like, things, <laughs> well, like when it's happy, smiling. When I like, I say my vagina smiles. That means that oh, that's good. Following my intuition, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That excites oh, me. Oh, that's feels so like, great. Well, we we do. We have to have conversations with them. Yeah. Right. Just like you know, sometimes they're like, "Oh, my hands sore. What's going on with my hand?" But then when that's there, it's like, uh yeah. But that's okay, how I so, move. Okay. Real so, quick, what's the best way for them to contact you? We'll get to the plugs later, but just while we're on it. Would probably be the email. Okay. It's Miss Jamie Jones at gmail.com. Jamie J A I M E. Perfect. Miss Jamie Jones. Okay, we have one more question. Mm. <clears throat> I'm a hetero lady. I would love to be able to climax during penetration, although I never have. Do you have any tips on how to make that happen? Got to go back to the keels. Yeah. And doing the energy. And um, hop on top. That's one. But I can hop on top and rub all I want, but there won't be. So 
in my case, it rarely happens unless I use a vibrator or something on my clit. But, and so you're mm-hmm. you're talking specifically about having a clitoral orgasm yes. during penetration. But what mm-hmm. about um, like a G spot orgasm? Do you, I feel like this person is talking about uh, like they're like I can have a clitoral orgasm, but how right. Do so I have this a person could, orgasm? right. So it's possible that but maybe they not. are achieving or having climax clitorally during sex and we're wondering how to have the other type of orgasm that's what i think i don't know it's not my question i call actually. them different types of orgasms because i just feel it in different places yeah you know well because but i've been have close a- to like depending on the position as well right and uh i take some medication so that sometimes mm-hmm. can affect my that's sex true. drive or sometimes i find it affects certain other things mm-hmm. that's why neurotic practice is important pumping and getting into your body now you got to realize too though when there's two of you engaging we've got both energies working and it's just it's pretty much also vocalizing and communicating right. to your partner and mm-hmm. sound sound can build up energy like mm, or like rapid breathing <laughs> and if you combine that with kegels mm-hmm. so wh- whether it's squirting or not squirting or having that release, like, through intercourse. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, there's positions I do where it's like, wait. Like, the 69 position is kind of like... <laughs> we were just talking about that. <laughs> so, this is a thing where it's like, I enjoy that position, but sometimes I, like, take mini breaks while I'm doing it so I can actually feel what's going on yeah, down there. because it's you're focusing. And you get, like, it's like a distraction, yeah. right? Or you can all both go in it. But it depends where you're at. Like, yeah. there's people I engaged with sexually where there was some very animalistic or like primal sexual energy happening. And then others, there was more of a exchange of energy and the chakras are opening where there was more of a tantric sacred type feel to it. Mm-hmm. So in these different energies, like it's, it's in tunement, right? But it's important. Like it's okay to take that time. If she's in the bedroom and whoever her partner is to be like, we're just going to like do some kegels while you have something in you as well. And mm-hmm. penises apparently really like it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They pull out, you pull in, they pull out, they pull in. Nine um, out of ten penises pulled uh, said that they really liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's different, like, like and com- just communication is very important. Because, you know, you could be in your head thinking, well, I want to orgasm, I want to orgasm. Which is great, but there's still the focus on the end result. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you get a bit of that, like, a watch pot never boils. Like, if you're right. so, like, focused on this thing that the actual result that you're hoping for is a distraction from what, like, it's... It makes a, a huge difference. Like, my sex of- life, like, I have great chem- chemistry with some people sexually, and it's a great thing. But also, I'm responsible for my own sexual energy in mm-hmm. the process. But talking and communication is key, and it's not easy. Yeah. And, it, and, you know, we almost say, oh, I don't want to offend them or they don't, you know, it's just to talk about it. Yeah. Right. This is, you know, and talking, I, this is what's going on for me, you know, and sometimes talk about it, but don't talk about it while you're doing it. That's, I was going to say okay? my, my talking tip is my husband and I talk about sex constantly. It's like all we talk about. And a lot of it's almost all of it's happening in a non-sexual situation. We're yeah. hanging out, talking about it, and it's a safer place it's not like during it necessarily right. but 
Well, see, that's the thing. So I used to do a lot of that, but depending on the partner, I actually find it helpful sometimes to take moments to talk during sex. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. let's check this. How does that feel? You know, or you have them like beforehand, you chit chat, and then after you have like a replay. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. Did you like this? Did you like this? Right? <laughs> For sure. But <laughs> depending who I'm with, the more like you get in the zone and there's a, an exchange, and then it's like, wait a second, I'm going to take a break here because I, I just want to talk about this. It depends who you're with. Like, I'm mm. often in my head. So if your partner's often in your head as well, you're going to have talkers, and then you figure out what you need. You were going to say something? No, but (laughs) not specifically to that. But But. I am thinking like the answer to all of these questions is masturbation or one of the answers to all the questions. Masturbation and And, like get to know your body and do your kegels. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Getting to know you. Yeah. Getting to know. But she's right. It's to find out different things and what soothes me. And sometimes like, you know, during the day or if I have something stressful coming up, sometimes it's time to do an erotic practice and get that going. And sometimes it's just to do something I enjoy that I find really pleasurable where, you know, I'm not like touching myself or I'm not going to climax or in that sense. Right. Like, how can you know what you want or what to ask for? You know, if, if you, you don't, don't know, if you yeah. haven't explored it, how can you communicate mm-hmm. what you need if you don't know what you want or what you need? Yeah. And then you might discover things just with a partner or something. Be like, oh, I really like that. I really need that. Like, that's yeah. something you can discover with someone else. Right. Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, when it comes, you know, a lot of times we're actually co-creating with other people. We're both bringing yourself into contact and then you're going to co-create some sexual energy. Mm-hmm that's a big thing I focus on sometimes is that we are individuals. We need to take responsibility for our pleasure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sure. People can enhance your sexual vibration. I love that. That's cool. People can enhance your sexual pleasure and happiness, but they aren't the answer. So do you have any like self-discovery best practices? Like you should masturbate once a day or like spend 20 minutes just with yourself. I don't know. Just throwing ideas out there. I like, yeah, like yeah. tools. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, like, would you say just yeah, as like, a general just to rule, get started for someone who hasn't spent time doing this and they're listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, that seems like kind of overwhelming. Like, yes. I don't how. What are like baby steps so it's not just like get to know your body and love yourself. Yes, yes, because that's <laughs> like, like whoa, what, whoa, what the whoa. T- yeah, sure, that'll happen. Um, I found mantras really good. Okay, so mantras in or some people see them as positive affirmations Mm -hmm. so i am lovable is an affirmation usually say it out loud three times a day i'm sexy so usually it's that thing of three you say it once you say it in in the mirror that might be too much at first for someone Mm -hmm. but whatever you're feeling like it could be the stomach for instance Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i am lovable i am safe i trust and you say that a few times out loud, and usually it'll stick. Yeah. And if you say it the first time, I do them with people, and they're like, that doesn't fucking sound right. What do you mean? What do you mean I'm lovable? Mm-hmm. What do you mean I'm sexy? Look at all these ingrown hairs. That's a... Yeah. But mantras are, or positive affirmations are good, and, it's, and it could just be like simple ones. It doesn't have to be this big thing. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. Because we have to do a little ad and introduce you to our newest sponsored segment, Just the Tip. This week, we have a new sponsor, 
just the tip hand poke tattoos, baby. And if you've been listening for a while, you'll know that JTT Tattoos is one of our super besties and one of the show's co-creators, Sarah Wright. Sarah does detailed and whimsical custom hand poke tattoos, specializing in botanicals and super weird shit, which we know you love. And it's done in the comfort of a cozy wood fire warmed private studio in beautiful Perth, Ontario, Canada. Just the tip welcomes all bodies, meaning everybody is welcome. Unless you're a dick, in which case you're not welcome. <laughs> Check out their work at Just the Tip Hand Poke Tattoos on Instagram or at Just the Tip Hand Poke Tattoos.com. That's J U S T T H E T. Nope, I'm not going to spell that. And you can book online. Just, just the, the tip, handpoke tattoos.com. Just the tip. So today is a very special day because not only do we have Miss Jones in the studio, but we also have Ooh. JTT tattoos in the his house. And we're going to read a listener question. And then Sarah Wright will divulge some just the tips, maybe with a little help from Miss Jones. Are you ready? Yeah. How does one radiate big dick energy? I'm going to jump in uh, with with my just the tips for this. I know for myself when I need to radiate some big D energy, you know, like sometimes I'm going to a social situation where I'm feeling a little bit anxious or doing something I'm not like super duper comfortable doing like going to the grocery store alone <laughs> that's when i want to have my big dick energy that's when i want to radiate my confidence with my dick swinging so what i do i have favorite clothes we all have some favorite clothes i get my favorite clothes that make me feel mm-hmm. strong and powerful and like get the fuck out of my way i wear my coolest button-up shirt with pointy lapels and big ass jeans and shit kicking boots. And that helps. You know, the first thing I do is make sure I'm wearing clothes that I feel super comfortable and badass in. And then body language. I, I took a tip. <laughs> I took just the tip. Just Uh-oh. the tip. Off rich old white men or just any men. I know, gross. Yuck. Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought you said Rachel Whiteman. Rachel Whiteman. <laughs> When I see them sitting around, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, that guy's taking up so much space with his body. Manspread. He's manspreading. Or just even having your arms, like, mm-hmm. behind you, like, just taking up a lot of physical space with your body. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a social situation that's maybe new for me, I just take up a lot of fucking space. And I wear my banging clothes, and I also just kind of... Like you own the territory. I own my territory, and I just take a minute to be like, not only do I not give a fuck what anyone thinks about me, but like, if you've got a problem, if I'm too much for you, I'm actually going to delight in the fact that just my existing on this fucking planet makes you squirm, baby. Yeah. Eat them. Suck it. Gobble them up. And then sometimes, if I really want to throw, usually it's a man off, I tell them that I named my vagina Vaginosaurus Rex. (laughs) And then I growl at them. (laughs) And then I just feel really good. Cool. That's how I do it. So you walk into a joint in your best clothes. Yeah, your best threads. And you take up a lot of space and you just own that space Mm -hmm. and own whatever you do and say. Yeah. And fuck everybody else. 
and not even fuck everybody else, right? I'm a lover. Fuck the I people. I love who people. But suck. if people are gonna have an issue with just my general existence, like if I'm being a dickhead, sure, you should yes. probably have an issue with me. <laughs> but usually I'm not. I'm a very lovely, polite person. But I find that usually when people have a problem with me, they have a problem just with like the idea of me. And that's their problem. Yep. Poor them. They're missing out. I'm amazing. Miss Jones, do you have anything to add? <laughs> you had a great idea. I love your idea. It's a bit more intense. Oh, the, the strap on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, to enforce that big D energy was to... Big D-E. Well, this was a, a male question? Yes. Yes. But it goes for anyone. It goes for anyone, for sure. Yeah. We're all striving to radiate big dick energy. So you can sure. put, like, underwear, depending on your genitals, put on the underwear and kind of tuck, and then put on a strap on and just walk around. Your house. With a literal big D. Yeah. Go whatever size you like, whatever size that you see as powerful. Mm-hmm. And you can get some that are quite realistic looking. Yes. Uh, and you walk shit. around with that, shoulders back, squeeze them kegels and release. And tell yourself a mantra like, I'm the man. Yeah. I'm the man. Yeah. And like, listen, everybody, you don't need to have a big D to have big D-E. You don't even need a D. Right. I don't have a D, but I'm the OG B-D-E. Yeah. Or if you don't want to go like just in your underwear naked, you put on something that makes you feel super good. And depending like if you want to probably something that's more masculine, like Mm -hmm. if you relate more to your masculinity and wear something that feels good and like undo the zipper and just stick that D out. Yep. And be like, I feel the force. <laughs> I'm a force to be reckoned I with. I am the force. Yeah. Nice. See, and and then when you step out, people are really good. Some are really good at visualization. So when you step out, sort of like visualize that you have that D on you. Like visualize, look down, be like, oh, there's my. There's, there's my, my D. There's my strap on. You see that? Hey, can you I see I like that? what you said. Like you go in and just bring in a lot of times we slouch. We don't always realize mm-hmm. it. So like bring out your heart. Like, open that chest. Stick that sternum up. Yeah, and push that back and be like, I'm fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, actually, change your posture. Change your posture and strut. Like, it's okay to have swagger. Create, like, an awesome bubble Mm -hmm. where you just go in and you own it Mm -hmm. without being, like, disrespectful to people Mm -hmm. and be like, I own it, so fuck you. No, it doesn't work that way. (laughs) Yeah, not at all. <laughs> to recl- you know, to reclaim power without having to put someone down, because a the, lot of times... But the really important thing about BDE, actually, people get it... Borderline pers- energy. Oh, I thought you meant borderline person. No, B- BDE <laughs> is something you just brought up. It's not being cocky and mouthy and shitty to other people, because guess what? That's little D energy. If you're going around the joint being all like, I'm so fucking, I'm number one, fuck, mm-hmm. you, you suck. If you're putting other people down to lift you up, that's because you got a little D energy going on. Big dick energy is all about having your own confidence that it doesn't rely on other people and it lifts other people up. People want to be around you. People want, people feel better Mm -hmm. after hanging out. You, your energy goes towards making other people feel great. And that makes you feel, it just, it's like a Mm -hmm. self-fulfilling greatness. Yeah. But get that swagger on. Put a little swag in your step. There's a piece in there, too, I think, about, like, living your truth and doing things, like, for you and to maintain your own level of contentment and happiness. And then you just exude that, like, positive energy. And then Mm -hmm. people want to fuck. 
Uh, people did- want to fuck. <laughs> they want to throw down. It's like you said, it's to, it's to keep yourself like happy and feel confident and mm-hmm. like in yourself, but like just feel overall contentment. Mm-hmm. And like and- security yes. in oneself. Mm-hmm. In the size of one's metaphorical or literal penis. Yeah, guys, this is all metaphor- metaphorical D, just FYI. Yeah. Yeah. We're just saying dick as... Because that's like the thing that's, that's in what, the cultural zeitgeist. That's what's in the cultural <laughs> well, yeah, zeitgeist. Yeah, they see a D as dominant, as yeah. in charge. Yeah. So I'm like, confident. oh, you've been trying to make me smile my whole life because I'm a lady? Check out the size of my D, mofos. Yeah, and there's also this negative thing, too. Oh, my God, you're such a pussy. It's like a bad thing. Really? You know what? I <laughs> I popped out a few kids with that yeah. powerful pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and pew, just pew, jumped pew, pew, right pew. back. Yeah. Cool. So. Or, like, we could it. do some coaching and mentoring, and I'll walk around the house with you with a strap-on on. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. Just, like. I need to get a strap-on. Yeah, yeah, let's Tuck go. it to the. You could tuck it. You left. can get penises that are, like. Flaccid? Yeah, like you don't have to have, like they sell different kinds. Yeah. Do they have any that are like, <laughs> let's talk strap-ons for a sec. <laughs> Do they have any that are like, like, like not erect? Like could be flaccid, but then they're not you erect. could like activate something inside that would make it erect? I'm not sure about that. Somebody but make can, that. But even at that, like yeah. you can wear that in your undie without like having a strap-on because mm-hmm. they usually the testicles are like, flat up against and then it's just like you know it's not a an erect penis right right right. And so you can like actually like or make a bulge if you want to bring out that i want mask. that i want to wear a bulge around yeah remember try it one day when you go at, grocery a, shopping. at a party recently i stuffed my pants when i was bruce willis you always stuff your pants i know <laughs> surprise sarah <It's> stuffed <laughs> i stuffed their pants <laughs> i do stuff I your stuff. pants I think, you know, there's different ways to bring in that energy, but for sure. Cool, that's, cool, cool. I think those are some great tips. Mm-hmm. Just our, them. For our friend, just the tips. I am a powerful god. There's your mantra for the day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sexy, powerful god. So we're going to be doing this just the tip segment. Sarah's going to record some answers to yeah, your like, queries. Ask me some relationship advice and shit. Love, life, rock and roll. I know it all, Drugs. baby. Yeah. Booze. You want to know how to Books. crush up some pills between two spoons, dummy? <laughs> and who knew that that skill would come in handy later in life when I had kids mm. and I had to crush up pills for them to take? That was a free just the tip. Free just the tip. Just from me. Just from me to you. From me to you. So if you have any questions, advice questions on really any topic at all, the crazier, the better for Sarah, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Email teachmetigerpodcast at gmail.com and go check out Sarah's work at just the tip handpoketattoos.com. Yeah, come get a tattoo. Come be a tattoo slut with me. Okay, back to Miss Jones. I'm a tattoo slut. I love tattoos. I don't like the fact, like, I'm usually not into the when it's getting done, but I love the pain after and the sensitivity. Oh, really? I I'm do. telling you, you got to do this hand poke thing. I think you're going to love it because you only feel it at the very beginning, really. And then it's just like this almost very meditative it is. experience. You get into the zone. And it's not loud like the machine. The machine, the, the sound used to scare me. Like I'd be like, uh, like I have my stomach done. That was a sensitive area. Yeah. Here's a tip. Don't get tattoos around your period. Oh. True. Yes. Just Absolutely. Tip. Just the tip. 
And please don't come in hungover if you can help it, guys, because your pain, just like the period, you feel pain way harder when you're hungover. People come in and they all squirmy. They didn't eat enough. Have a snack. And usually I'll bring in like some Gatorade, something with sugar. Apparently mm-hmm. sugar mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. helpful. So where were we now? You said, okay. Oh, yeah. So but we're going to do the exercise. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to do the exercise now? Yeah. The sex exercise. Go grab your favorite piece of fruit or something you really enjoy or drinking before we do this. Yeah, coming then up. Coming, coming up, up next. Coming up next. Sex so exercise. This is a mini disclaimer mid episode to let you know that for the next five minutes, we're going to be doing a sex exercise, which may involve some light food noises. I'd highly recommend following along. But if you're not comfortable with that, or you have misophonia, or you hate fucking food sounds, skip ahead five minutes. Did you guys go get your fruit? A piece of fruit. Could be a piece of gum. It could be something you're drinking. Just something you really like to eat. Okay. We've got, we've got apples, bananas, cheese, chocolate. Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons. We've got it all here. Yeah. All right. So what what do we do? do? Let's do this. Let's do this. So this is the, the Kegel pumping. So we can pump a bit of our sexual energy. Okay. This is going to bring us like, just want to make sure our back is straight. If you want to sit down, you can sit down. You can stand up. So if you have troubles locating your Kegel muscle, you would just like put your hands over your genitals, sort of cup it towards your anus and cough. <coughs> so you feel that little, <coughs> right? Oh, yeah. Like, like if you're cough. going for a pee and you hold it. Yeah. yeah. Pretend yeah. you're stopping the pee. Pretend you're stopping the pee or pretending you're stopping the bowel movement. Yeah. That's your like muscle. Yeah. So we're going to like pump this up a bit. You can also get Kegel apps. Oh. Which I would also recommend even for- Fun penis owners you so. know what's a great thing about dude kegels is when you're doing it yes you have a penis and you start uh, and you have strong kegel muscles you can like kegel inside and your gal yes. so, and it, it feels so good and not just that you're working that energy you're pumping that energy and then right. you can do like you start co-creating and dancing with your partner because mm-hmm. they pump you pump they pump you pump they pump you pump yeah like a little oh. chat chit chat yeah so these are like mind body type awareness things. So we're, okay. we're just going to do like an all encompassing squeeze okay. or flex and release. It's important to do belly breath. So we want to oh. go, let's just work on a belly breath. Let's incorporate some sexy sounds. Breathe in. Ah. Oh. It works too. So we got, I'm getting a bit vocal. So now it can always be tricky when you're taking your breath. So you want to squeeze, take your breath in. And now you're going to push out. Push, 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 push. Releasing the Kegel? Releasing the Kegel. Okay, okay. Breathe in, squeeze. Release. Breathe in, squeeze. And then you can do a flex, 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 release. Flex, 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 release. Ooh. (laughs) Happy vagina. Okay. Ooh. (laughs) Flex, flex, flex. 
So now we're awakening our senses. So now I just want you to smell whatever you're holding. Breathe in, squeeze, release. Mm. Release. Smell it. Oh, just focus on the breath right now. Now I just want you to gently rub it against your lips. And now when as you're rubbing it, just do some pumping. One. Hold. Release. Hold. Release. Mm. If you feel like really uncomfortable and really silly doing this, just be grateful that I got you guys to grab, like the first mindful awareness activity I did l- like this, I used a raisin. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it's a great way just to be attentive and to look at it. <laughs> and then you're just going to rub it against your lips, squeeze and release. So now we're going to go back to the mindful. Right now we're just going to start licking it. You can do some squeeze and release. So those who are good with visualization, you can like pump that energy and visualize it being a nipple, the tip of a clitoris. Ears, ears, ears. And now we're going to bite down very gently. And I want to hear a mm. Mm. So glad this isn't a raisin. <laughs> well, you can still make that sexy. My point was like a raisin, really. You can give me a shriveled raisin. So suck it. Mmm. Slow down there. I'm no. I'm sorry. I put cheese in my mouth. I have to finish it so I can get back to the. Work. And I'll just suck it. Let it roll around in your mouth. And that's uh, something you can do when you eat, like regularly in the morning. If there's no one around, and even if you're not like ready to like vocalize, because mm-hmm. that can be a big one. That was a big one for me. Even in the bedroom now, I'm getting more vocal. I'm definitely not ready to vocalize my fruit in my parents' living room. That's all right. <laughs> but it's, a, it's yeah. not an uncommon thing if you're not used to being mindful and in the moment where it feels really silly. When I got this mindfulness activity, it didn't even if it was an orange or a grape or whatever. I'm like, really, this is dumb. Yeah. Like, what? What do you mean? I am present. I am in the moment. But just to visualize and to like mm-hmm. take that in because we tend to rush. But from pumping, did you feel any awakening or any? Pulsing? Oh yeah, I mean that feels good. Yeah. That's like there's a, more blockages regular for you because it's your. Oh, okay, you felt it anyways, regardless. Me in general. Try the activity again <laughs> when no like when no yeah. one's like around. But yeah. you found it a bit oh hello. Yeah. Definitely. Oh for sure. Yeah. But like I've been doing it for the past like forty five minutes. Yeah, but yeah, after like, today oh. I'm gonna pump that badge so hard all the time. Because <laughs> it's it, like it's fun. It's and fun. It's really fun. No one could even tell you're doing it. Like yeah. you're just having this little private pleasure with yourself. Private party. Yeah. Yeah. It balances you. But do that activity again when you're like alone or yeah. whatever uh, and see. And the thing is, you say you're constantly like, this is constantly charged. A lot. A lot. Like. Most of the time. Yeah. So sometimes 
like mine, I used to hoard that energy and keep it there. Okay. And so I've done sort of some work on like pushing out and releasing so that it trickles everywhere else on my body. Oh, cool. And that takes like practice. Yeah. And, and that's even like mindful, like trying to think. Yeah. About and we that hoard energy. that energy for whatever reason. And then we get all frustrated and like repressed it or like we're just like feel like we're going to blow because we're not sort of like right mm-hmm. you know you're shoveling the snow into one big pile and it's all getting stuck when really you could be like we'll go a bit to the left we'll go a bit here we'll go <laughs> yeah. a bit there mm-hmm. and spread the snow out mm-hmm. so that we don't have this one big chunk <laughs> chunk snow chunk Whew. do you do yoga the the limbs of yoga or do you I f- enjoy yoga i should say i do because one of the things i find uh really lovely about yoga and it depends on who who your instructor is or who's leading the practice but is um often you'll get into a pose and then you're instructed to like breathe into the areas that are tight and like breathe yes. sort so of that's use your same... breath to like move the energy and that's what i was thinking of when you that's were talking exactly about... it so you know we talk about a yoga practice you know why can we not have an erotic practice or sexual practice mm-hmm. so yes it's to breathe into those spots mm-hmm. where there is tension mm-hmm. i'm I do a lot of the other limbs of yoga where it's like meditation or chanting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily do yoga for exercise, but I'm slacking in my yoga practice. So I'd like to get, I need more movement. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's a, one of the limbs yeah. which would fall under, Preach. I guess, Hatha yoga. I need more movement to to get into those things. But yes, I'm a, I find yoga helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, well, how do you meditate? You can meditate during movement. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be. I, I my I husband can, and I used to argue about this because he his idea of meditation was like sit still, blah blah blah, and I was like, mine is like digging a trench for the potatoes. Yeah, and I've challenged myself because before I used to not be able to sit still, but I've challenged myself. Like, I eventually tried, and I'm able to sit still and just sort of like let my mind flow and be still, like through breath. Mm-hmm. And so it's a nice balance. And sometimes I need movement. That's why Tai Chi is another good form. Do some Tai Chi, mm-hmm. which gives you a bit of movement. But uh, I always think it's nice to explore that and to have a moment and be still. So yes, your idea of yoga and like releasing and feel into your muscles, just add some, it's still creative energy, but I don't think we always realize we're using it. Mm-hmm. You're able to do that and manifest that with sexual energy. Why are we constantly keeping that in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to squirt from all over my body. Exactly. (laughs) From every pore. Can I ask you real quick about toys? Do you have a a favorite? I always think it's handy to have like a mini vibe. Mm -hmm. Oh, they call them bullets. They call them bullets. Okay. Yeah. Because that's great for me because different positions and different things, I can hold it, manipulate it. But that's handy. Mm-hmm. That's something, you know, if, if you're having intercourse or something in and the question was, you know, orgasm, if it has to do with clitoral, you can use that at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend the Hitachi wand. 
everyone's obsessed with that. That's the thing, Justine. Right. Uh, so that's those are the thing, Jacindra. <laughs> so you can get yes. different ones, but I got the old school, like plug in the wall, whatever. Mm. And that, like, I could do my own yoni massage with that. Right. And then I also, like, wake up other parts. So I'm not just focused on the clit, but it's quite heavy speed. So, like, sometimes I like a good quickie. So I'll pull out the Hitachi wand, have a good quickie. Hitachi you know, wand? Hitachi wand, yeah. Okay. A magic wand. But the the name, so I highly recommend that, and mm-hmm. it's good. And so that's another way where you can massage parts of your body and do your squeezing and releasing, mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, God, that feels good." Yeah, bullets are handy. A magic wand, you can't always carry that on with you. Yeah, no, you can't. It's enormous. But it's a it's a bullet, and you can incorporate that into like as well. What are my other toys? Anything that I can like stick up my vagina. Well, I do like butt plugs. Butt plugs are fun. Hmm. Uh, if you like stuff in your bum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it like makes your vagina tighter if someone's then, if there's a penis in your vagina and it a can. plug in your butt. And the more you get aroused, the more you open up. But yes, like fill. Mm-hmm. Like it, it does fill it up. I'm not sure if it would make the vagina tighter, but there is something in there. So it might cause a sensation like it is. Yeah, yeah. it might tighten up. I'll have to try that. I haven't had sex with a butt plug in a while. Oh, the butt. You can do a whole other podcast on the yeah butt. let's actually do that That'd i be love great. i love um, call it the butt cast <laughs> behind the scenes <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good one <laughs> yeah behind the scenes i could be like anything so that in like kegel balls mm-hmm. and i started using this new thing called the fem flexor so it's a new sort of kegel type exercise apparatus that you can get at Wicked Wanda's where she created it with a pelvic floor specialist, which is super soft. It's made of silicone. So that I'm really starting to enjoy. So it causes some resistance. It's a great for strengthening those muscles. So these pelvic, a lot of times these pelvic things you get for exercises or Kegel balls, you can use them as toys. Yeah. Right. Right. You can have like your exercise routine with them and then you can like incorporate them in the bedroom somehow. So you can be using like a whole bunch of stuff. So th- that would be my thing with toys. Cool. The, my favorite things thus far. Like right now, what I'm into. Definitely, I would say invest in those. And I like the idea of um, then using your vibrator on the rest of your body too. Because aren't we all about bringing sexual energy all over the place? All yeah, like life? you could use it here. Just- you know, and you can use, uh, I mean, food's another thing you can use, but. I've never done the broccoli on the nipples, but apparently that feels good. My coach does that. Yeah. And clean it up or whatever. And even cucumbers, you can like. Cucumbers make sense. Yeah. So you like peel it and then you put in a condom and then you can like even do Kegels with that. And it's cheaper. Yeah. I can't can't afford a dildo this month, but I can afford a cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, Yeah. I just like really love Mother Nature. You can even freeze like a thing of cheese. And use it as a for spanking. Oh, <laughs> you just wrap it up in like saran wraps, great stuff. So you wrap it up so there's no like edges or sharp edges. Yeah, like I can't afford a paddle, but I can get a block of cheese and freeze that. <laughs> so awesome. Eat it later. Yeah, and everyone needs a wooden spoon for a number of reasons. <laughs> What are you guys listening to? My little sister 
who we just went and saw perform a concert last night. It was her album release, her second album, Jasmine Trails. And she just dropped her album yesterday, and it's amazing. And that's what I've been listening to. Nice. What's her single on this album? Uh, The one with the music video is called Alive and Well. So go check out Jasmine Trails because she's fucking dope. Jasmine How about you? Jasmine Trails. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I listening to these yeah, days? Like yeah, like podcasts, music. Mm. I can go first if you want to think about it. Yeah, let me think about that. Okay. I just listened to, well, I thought Sarah might say this, so I guess I'll say it. This American Life did an episode that was all about delight. Oh, I love it. It was really lovely. And just a good listen. Uh, and they talked about like having journals with delightful things. And um, I started a delight journal. Did you? Yep. Nice. It's the same thing. Like it's the whole idea of like orgasmic. Like this yeah. is orgasmic. It's like this is like finding the things in life that are delightful and, and really appreciating it. Mm-hmm. And bring you happiness. Makes yeah. you smile. The one gentleman on it was talking about how he carried a tomato seedling through the airport. And everybody smiled at him. He was like, it's as good as having a baby. Like Everyone Everyone's wants like, to make eye contact and smile. And the stewardess referred to it as... Was, what? A tomato a seedling, seedling? Like a little plant? And, and people were like... Yeah. yeah. You could do that too with a banana. Try string and take it for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> you do that around the block. The I don't care what people think thing. It challenges you, right? Like to Take no a harm. banana for a walk. Take a banana for a walk. Stick it in your pocket. Then put it in your pants and then pretend mm-hmm. it's a dick. So what have I been listening yeah. to? Yeah. I always listen to music, but when am What's I... your favorite music to bang to? Good question. Ooh. I don't know if I have a favorite music. So I've banged to jazz. I've Very done cultured. Some, I've I've done some <laughs> I've done some funky things to ZZ Top. <laughs> but I like a bit of everything. I've done erotic massage to heavy metal. Heavy metal. Cool. But no, I better get my uh, listening on because I have Get your listen on for next one. You gotta get your listen I'll on for to next get my pod. Listen on for next one yeah what's your favorite zz top song oh i can never choose one is zz top that well-dressed man song yes yeah, a sharp dressed man or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. dressed man there we sharp go. dressed man <laughs> yeah put that song on before you leave the house and get your deal What's that? There's an Eagles of Death Metal song where he says, he's talking, jacket, top, pants. <laughs> That's a good one. I think it's, um, I used to couldn't dance. I think that's the one. Wow, jacket, top, pants. 
Thank you so much to Miss Jones for coming on the show. Miss Jones, you're so super great and awesome and full of like amazing information. And thank you so much for coming, Miss Jones. Thanks thank for you. Coming. That was orgasmic. I look forward to next time. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything you would like to promote? You can find me on Facebook. Facebook page is Miss Jones. I also have another profile, which is Indie Jones, just because I can't always choose my name. That's on Facebook. And Instagram I use quite a bit, at Miss Jamie Jones. And then I have another one called Orgasmic Living with Miss Jones. So you can reach me there. Cool. Those are the both. And for those who are on Fat Life, you can find me on Fat Life. Miss Jones. Miss Jones. Hey, Sarah, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, my butt with my butt plug. <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> I uh, no, but seriously, folks. My butt. No, okay. Um yeah, just the tip hand poke tattoos. Check me out on Instagram, Facebook. I have a website. It's ww.justatiphandpoketattoos.com. Great. 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 <laughs> my website, Melody Starkweather, is melodystarkweather.ca. I make art. I have my portfolio on there. And if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it because it helps us a lot. And if you want to give me some of your money, you can do that at patreon.com slash teach me tiger podcast for as little as $2 a month. You get two bonus episodes a month. So that's a bonus episode for each free episode we release. So go there and give us some money. Mm. It'd be super cool. Um, Well, I hope to come back. That was fun. Yeah, we'll do it again. For sure. We'll have to. We should talk about butts. Back, folks. We got to do our butt cast. Yes. Oh my <laughs> god, there's so many things. Thank you so much to our patrons. Thank you again, Miss Jones, for coming, and thank you for listening. Mm. And, and remember, remember, it's, it's a, a jungle, jungle out there. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's. from all over my body.